Hello, friends. My name is Dave Miller. And I am Niall Spain. We are your fuck buddies. We are coming in with some salty energy today, boys. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky, sexy situations, turn them into sexy, sticky situations. Simply put, we find some questions online, or we get them from you lovely people on the topic of sex and dating. And me and my good friend, Dane, we answer them. Yeah, we do. We're going to be doing that today. Do you want me to to soothe your soul with some... It's probably something... It's pretty nice. Do you want to hear something nice? Sure. This is from Seduction. How having dogs can help you with understanding a woman's nonverbal communication. Dogs don't speak with words and sentences. They bark and tell you what they want with their body language. If you want to go outside, they'll give you an indication like barking, whimpering, moving towards the door. The more you see your dog behave in this manner, you understand when your dog wants to go outside. There are lots of gold or lots of dog owners who have a stronger emotional connection to their dogs than goldfish. Why? Because a dog and human can communicate with each other without understanding what the other is trying to communicate verbally. Not calling women dogs, but it works the same way with women. Kind of sounds women, like you're calling women dogs, dude. Oh, no, he's not. But also, <laughs> women communicate emotionally more than they do verbally. They talk a lot, but the words don't match what they mean. <laughs> this is why women may go, to, go for men they say they would never sleep with. Pay attention to a woman's nonverbal communication more than her words. If you can do that, you'll see your success increase. Fellas. You can pick up on a woman's nonverbal, she'll be more likely to become attracted to you. Why? Because you get it. It's why bad boys sleep with women who say, I would never sleep with you. This is why men who look like sewer rats and swamp creatures are able to get hot women. These men get it. Damn. Sewer rats and swamp creatures, huh? Mm-hmm. Neat. A little bit of advice. If you think women are fundamentally different creatures, like, and say, compare them to dogs, you're going to do very badly in dating, let me tell you. Um, if you think women as a whole... Say say things that mean not what they say. One, sounds pretty rapey to me. Two, just incorrect. Yeah, I mean, well, like, just fundamentally, the second you say, women are like blank. Yeah. You're in for a bad time. Because even, even if you try to say, like, women are like women, it's like, that doesn't make sense. Because women are so disparate and broad and could be anything that, like, you can't, unless you're also saying that they're disparate and broad could be like anything. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. There you go. That's your job. Cool. Yeah, that's yep. Definitely made me feel better about the world we're currently living in. Um, Do you want to go first? Yeah. So my questions today have a pretty strong theme of just not getting it. Okay. So this is from Reddit user Broker Millman. Shy girl looking everywhere. Like I'm totally confused. I'm meditating on the fact that girls can be more complicated than this lol in a crowded place we sit in front of each other but very far shy girl slightly neurotic first time i'm looking at her as she looks down second time she holds eye contact in brackets struggling third time she looks up up left brackets instant fourth time she looks up right instant like how the fuck am i supposed to read this man i'm gonna watch a movie instead smiley face any tots before i go Jesus Christ, that was painful to listen to. You should see how it's fucking formatted, man. Is he just dead-eye staring this person who sat near him in a crowded place very far away? I'm sorry. He's not sat near them. He sat in front of her, but very far away. And then stared at her. <laughs> yes, and is very and just cannot figure out why she's averting her gaze. It's like, hey man, if you've every time you look at her, or or if you've noted 
all of the various movements, which are five times. Yeah, that's far too many times to note anyone's eye movements. That the means you're like, mean mugging the shit out of her. Yeah, you've been looking at her those whole time, right? Like, you've at least looked at her also five times. Presumably, mm. it, the whole time, because you've been able to note the, the five distinct instances that she's looked at you. Yeah, that's not looking at that point. That's studying. Yeah, you're. she's not being shy, my dude. She's fucking scared. Yeah, if someone sat down, anybody... And just was mean mugging me across the way. I would be like, I would probably like glance away at first, which it seemed like it happened. Then yeah. maybe I'd like meet their eyes at one point and be like, really? Are they going to maintain this? Yeah. Are you good, and man? Then, and then if they do, it's probably like, uh, oh God, I should probably look away in case I incite them. I'll just glance away. And then it's like, shit, they're still looking at me. Yeah. Okay, great. This is weird. You know, I don't know what the fuck they're about to do. We live in a weird world, right? You could be about to shoot the place up. You could be about to go cough on her. You could be about to go try to fucking marry her. Like, I don't blame her for being fucking scared of you. Right? Like, I was, I, I like, I'm pretty sure I actually commented on this being like, hey, my man, she wasn't being shy. She was being uncomfortable. Because, yeah. like, let's paint the picture. Imagine you're at a bus station or a train station, whatever. Everyone's crowded. There's no, there's, there's, you know, two seats available or one seat left and it's directly in front of you. But, like, you know, 30 feet away. In this entire crowd, one person is staring directly at you the entire time through all of the other people, like over the shoulders and through the backs of the people's heads around you. Mm -hmm. It's just staring directly at you. People pass by and he's just still looking. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. And I don't care if you're a man or a woman or anything outside of in between. Anyone doing that to anyone else should make you very nervous. Yeah, if, like, a young girl was staring at me, it's like, yeah, I'm presumably bigger than her and whatnot, but, like, something's up, Yeah, you know? Because, like, that's not even the action of someone who's, like, into me, you know, if you really want to get, like, optimistic. Because that's just weird, and even if they are into me, if that's the best way they can go about you showing it, they're probably a fucking lunatic. Right? And it's like, at no point in time, you've only noted that they averted their gaze in shady ways. No mention of smiling. Yeah. No mention of, like, a flirty little, like, you know, hair tucked behind the ear. No, no. All you've literally noted is the fact that they have, you know, uncomfortably met your gaze several times in which you maintained your gaze for that entire duration. Yeah, at She's... one point, she was so uncomfortable, she was struggling. That's great, dude. Well done. I love how you're like, hey, she must be shy. Like, she's really trying to be confident and look at me. No, dude. She's fighting her probable primal fear that you're glaring <laughs> at her. And she's like, if I meet his gaze, he'll leave. And you just were like, nah. I got no, you, wet you know eyes, I- girl. I don't need to ever blink. <laughs> I'm assuming the second like the second time she looked where she like maintained and struggled was probably her being like, do I know him? No, it was probably like, if I meet eyes with him, he'll look away. Like, he's not this intense, is he? Maybe. And then when she didn't, he was like, oh, God, because then you've got a real problem. Yeah. Right. Maybe you're just being a creep or a perv at the start or just zoned out or weird. But it's like when she called you on it by meeting your eyes and you were just like, I'm doubling down. <laughs> that, that's that's the moment it got really bad for her. Yeah. So there's nothing to get apart from some manners with your eyes, I guess. Eye manners. Yeah. I'd get a clue. Yeah. So that's that's the start. Be prepared for many more questions in which people aren't really getting it okay okay um i feel like mm, now i want to join you on the people not getting it uh fuck it i'll just i'll just go with the other one i had this is by asiak 22 
A Sayak 22. My husband seems to have an issue with me masturbating. Together, 11 years, with a couple of kids, his sex drive is higher than mine, and since our kids have been born, he seems to think that because he wants to have sex with me constantly, and he thinks he doesn't get enough sex, I don't have the right to pleasure myself. I feel silly writing it. It sounds next level controlling. I just wanted some input. I've been turning over a new leaf. I feel like there's a huge double standard in our relationship. He can do what he wants, and for some reason, there's always a justification. He masturbates when he wants. I can walk in on him doing it, and I'll just carry on with what I'm doing. No big deal. Anyway, he kind of caught me yesterday and said, I knew it, as if I'm doing something wrong. We had sex a day or two before, so I said to him, your issue is you think we don't have enough sex, so I shouldn't be pleasing myself, but when is it okay? We did have sex recently. I told him I can do it when I want. It's my body, and he doesn't own me. Anyway, he looked at me as if I were cheating on him. I'm glad this happened because I do feel like I've let him control me in the past. Even when he would ask me if I'm pleasuring myself, I would lie and say no. I'm just curious what you all think and how I should respond to any attitude about this moving forward. Man, this is kind of a tricky one because, yeah. like, yeah, you, let's get it out of the way. You're allowed to masturbate whenever you want to. Um, mm. I think there is a little bit of decorum you need to use when you're in a relationship that, like, it's wild that this guy's just fucking jerking it, like, willy-nilly. And when you walk in, he's just like, carry on. That seems well, strange. The, I feel like the best part is it doesn't even sound like he's the one saying carry on. She like walks in and just like it doesn't, you know, it like goes about her business. Yeah, it's that seems strange because like there doesn't seem to be it doesn't seem to be like a private moment. You know what I mean? Like I don't well, I, guess, that, like, I don't know. Maybe he's doing it in the bedroom or something and she comes in. I, I don't really know their situation. I imagine like the longer you're together and the older you get, especially if you have kids, it's like there's probably very select locations you can do it. So unless you're lucky yourself in the bathroom, right? It's like, you know, your bedroom, I guess, is your only safe haven. Yeah, true. I, like, I, I, I don't know. But I mean, like, also, there's there's really nothing wrong with that. Like, if you're cool with him just jerking it and mm-hmm. he's doing it, like, all right, cool, whatever, I don't care. Like, I'd love to know what his, like, aha moment is. Like, maybe he was trying to discern your sex drive when he was asking if you're masturbating, you were like, no, no, I'm not doing it. And then he finally saw you masturbating being like, okay, so you are masturbating. I don't think it's really rooted in that. You know what I mean? Like I'm just trying to to play a couple different angles. Well, I do. I do get that though. It's like, if you have lied your entire relationship and say like, you don't masturbate and then like, you know, obviously you're allowed masturbate, but if you lie about it and then he catches you, like you, you have lied to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he's obviously going to be more upset. And on top of that, like, because I'm assuming the masturbation thing ties into the sex drives thing, which is the whole problem here, right? Yeah. Where in his mind, having a low sex drive is, so he would probably have sex every time he wanted to masturbate, but sure, he doesn't does. because you don't want to. And in his mind, he probably thinks that's the exact same thing. So when he finds out you're masturbating while claiming to not have a higher sex drive, he's thinking that he's the problem, not you, right? Correct. So yeah. you don't like him. It's not that your sex drive is low, you know, and, and it could well be that, you know, masturbating is very different to having sex. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're feeling blah or whatever, like you don't need to worry about how you look or, you know, anything because it's just you and you know your ways and you just kind of like hammer one out and it can be impersonal and it can be quick and it can be lazy and luxurious. It can be whatever the fuck you want it to be, but you don't have to put that much effort in because it's just you. So I can understand that you would have, you know, a sex drive and a masturbation drive, but obviously this person doesn't. And you need to talk to him about that instead of just being like, we already had sex a day ago. Get over it. 
you need to draw the line and be like masturbation is a completely different kind of sexual release and sexual pleasure than having sex with your partner. It they're they're two, you know, night and day sides of the it, like sure, same coin, but like they're still completely different. Like mm-hmm. masturbation can be a form of, you know, meditation or therapy or self-care. Like a lot of people approach masturbation in a lot of different ways. Some people do it literally just to, you know, make themselves come and move on. Other mm-hmm. people do it to unwind and relax. Other people do it. You know, there's there's so many reasons why people masturbate. And there's so many ways in which you can do it and approach it and feel about it. So to equate, like you said, like this guy was probably just like, masturbation is sex. If I want to masturbate, I want to have sex. If I want to have sex, I want to masturbate. Mm-hmm. Same thing, you know, cut and dry. There it is. Whereas like, there are definitely times, uh, you know, where... I would prefer to masturbate over having sex. I mean, it's pretty rare. I'm always want to have sex, but Mm -hmm. if I'm exhausted or whatever, or, you know, sweaty or whatever and horny, I'd rather masturbate than I would try to like find someone to have sex with. This is mostly when I was single. Yeah. But like, that's the thing, even though they're similar, they are different and your levels and your, the times you want them, you know what I mean? Are different, right? It's like, just because you are having a snack doesn't mean you're hungry enough for dinner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and like, that's the thing I get where she's coming from. Right. And I get where he's coming from. You know, he like, he shouldn't control how she masturbates or when, or if she masturbates, that's fucked. Um, but at the same time, I think this is just a disconnect with like just communication. I feel like he doesn't understand why you guys aren't having more sex. And he's looking at this now as proof that it's not you, it's him. Yeah, I yeah, I think you're correct. I think you need to sit down with him and have the conversation of being like, hey, just so you know, it's like, yes, I do masturbate. I I think you should apologize for lying because you did lie. Yeah, and, and I think that has exacerbated the problem because yeah. either he believes you and now that you're doing it, it seems like a bigger deal or mm-hmm. he now realizes you've been lying to him the whole time. And neither of those is great. No. So, you know get that out of the way apologize be like sorry i shouldn't lie to you i don't know why i did i felt and you can even bring up the fact that like that you felt uncomfortable being honest with it or felt uncomfortable bringing it up with him because i think that's also something you need to discuss yeah um and then you also need to be like hey just so you know if i'm masturbating it doesn't mean that you're not good enough for sex at that moment you know what i mean like you need to explain to him what your relationship with masturbation is Mm -hmm. so that he can understand that that his relationship with masturbation is probably quite different than yours. And Mm -hmm. that that's fine. And completely normal part of a healthy relationship is to have two very distinct, you know, relationships with masturbation Mm -hmm. and it can match up or it couldn't, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. It doesn't really affect who you guys are as a sexual couple. So long as you guys are on the same page about what you're doing with it, when you're doing it. Exactly. And like, you know, if there is an underlying issue as to why your sex drive is lower, uh, go for it. If it's just the way you're wired, that's fine. You know what I mean? Let him know that your sex drive and your masturbation drive are different. You know what I mean? And just communicate because it's very clearly a disconnect here where he's reading into what you're doing and acting badly. And then, you know, it's, it's just a fucking clusterfuck. So, you know, come clean and you know, I guess apologize for maybe misleading him about the masturbation. But like, again, Dane brought up an incredibly good point where it's like the very fact that you felt the need to lie about that 
is not great. You guys have been together 11 years and you have kids. You know what I mean? You should be able to be fucking honest with your, each other. So it's it's time for a tough conversation about masturbation, but mm-hmm. keep it fun. Keep it like this isn't a a relationship breaker. You know what I mean? This isn't like he actually walked in on you, you know, masturbating to pictures of his best friends or his brother. You know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal. It doesn't fucking matter. Keep it light. Keep it fun. Keep it playful. Discuss it open and honestly, but don't make it a, don't turn it into a fight. Cause this, I feel like this could teeter very easily into fight territory and it doesn't need to be, it just has to be a very honest conversation. Now, Dane, mm-hmm. how are we keeping the fun? Throw me out the, throw me a little way to keep a fun there. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know if I have a specific word or like a, a phrase or anything or a, a you know, Ooh, a, f- a fun phrase. Okay. A fun phrase. I don't think I have something like that, but I think that like, if you, if you go into it looking to like stand your ground, it's going to be a much different conversation than if you go in acknowledging that it's kind of silly that you guys are both like secretly masturbating behind each other's backs. Now, I do totally agree with you. I just wanted to turn things a little silly. And, and you, you didn't you didn't play in my space with me, Dane. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't have a like a, a fun, silly. I was thinking like it. you get like a dildo and maybe every time you go it goes in and out it like plays a phrase and you record your side of the argument and then you masturbate with the dildo in front of him and every time in front of him hey steve i think that you should be more open-minded you know and just just go for it that's pretty advanced dildo tech there i know and just do do what the guy in the first question did where it's like stare him dead in the eye and never never ever blink yeah and for him, he can get one of those, like, maybe like a wraparound Braille around his dick. Oh, and, and that's his response. She has to yeah. feel it. That would be that'd be incredible. I wonder if anyone can do that. Or get like a, you know, like the, the ridges that a music box uses to, like, play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do one of those on your dick. Yeah, perfect. Get a music box dicks. Dick, music dick, music box dicks. Music box dick. Dick, okay. dick music box. We're, we're spiraling. Hit me with the next question. <laughs> this comes from N Surge on Reddit. Is this fishy? Girl I'm friendly with matches with me on Tinder. I say, hey. She asks me if I want to strip for her friend's birthday and claims she will pay me. Background. I know her vaguely. Have had a couple classes with her and stuff. I commented once how she had a nice sweater and commented on her friend who was clearly doing makeup and being obvious about it. I have a shirtless <laughs> pic. Wait, pardon? I don't know. I have no idea what the fuck that means. Hey, are you are you doing makeup right now? Because it's very obvious that you are. It sounds like, you know, like he was doing heroin in the corner and not even trying to hide it. She was fucking doing makeup, bro. Um, I have a shirtless pic that I think she saw on my Tinder. Is that it? That's it. (laughs) Is it fishy? Um, to be fair, if someone messaged me, was like, hey, will you strip strip for my friend's birthday? Uh, I would definitely think that was fishy considering, well, not, not even fishy necessarily, but weird. Yeah. But then again, I'm not as shredded as I imagine this guy is, you know? I assume if he has a shirtless pick, he's probably rocking a decent set of abs. Now, unless it's some kind of ploy, like you get there, there's pentagrams and they're like, no, no, these ropes are your outfit, wink. And then they sacrifice you to Rovagug. You're probably nice. fine. Just, just get in there and make some money. Shaking that sweet ass. Also, like... I assume it's just a weird, like a, a joke opener. Like it's, it's so sexually charged and you just whiffed it so hard. <laughs> so fucking hard. Like she pretty much said that she wants to see you naked or at least she wants you to take your clothes off. Like mm-hmm. 
the door was wide open and you fucking, you know, cut your hand trying to break in through the window. Yeah. If you didn't think she was being serious, guess what is a very good retort to that? Especially if you find this girl attractive. You say, sorry, I only do private sessions, but. Exactly. Exactly. Sorry, I only do one-on-one. Yeah. Wink face. Boom. Maybe you can still get her to also pay you. And then you can maybe make some money. Yeah. (laughs) This is the dream. Like, I don't know how you fucked this up so badly. Well, just <laughs> the way he just the way he writes I'm I'm imagining that maybe when God gave this man the magic Mike body he didn't give him the magic Michael brain <laughs> um because like girl she's doing makeup and not even trying to hide it yeah, what does that mean he's got magic Mike body and mundane Mike brain mud blood Mike brain <laughs> um yeah like that that's just such a wild phrase that i'm just imagining that like his his interactions with women don't go very well i'm sorry mundane mike there are so many ways you could have played this it's just such like a softball underhand pitch that you could have just cranked right out of the fucking park even just be like you know what like i haven't stripped before so i might you know you might want to have me audition for the role when you yeah. want to come over. Yeah, you could even have been like, I, I, you know, I'm a little nervous. Do you have any tips, pointers for me? Maybe you can give me a lesson. And then you can imply that you would also like to see her strip for you. Mm-hmm. Or you know? do makeup and not even hide it. Yeah. Or be very sneaky about it. Oh, man. Now, what I would love to know is, did, was she genuine? Did she actually want this man to strip? That's How much was she offering? Mm-hmm. You know? I don't, I don't know. But I'm guessing that at best it was a come on. It was basically her saying, you got a rockin' bod. Yeah. And at worst, she was literally trying to hire you. And both of those are pretty good because either way, you got a rockin' bod. Good job. Yeah, congratulations. You're you're doing things right. Mm-hmm. Nothing's fishy about this. You're, mm-hmm. you're missing how flirting works. <laughs> I feel like I want to rearrange the letters of fishy and turn it into flirty. Is this flirty? Because the answer is <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. She's doing flirty, and then she's not even trying to hide it. Yeah. She was she was doing a flirt on you, bud. All right. Well, speaking of doing a flirt, let's do a flirt on our listeners. With our sweet, sweet sponsors. Yeah, let's hit them. Let's do a flirt on our sponsors. This week, we are once again sponsored by the lovely people at Manscaped. And is there anything better than the fresh mowed grass at the ballpark on opening day? How about freshly groomed balls? Our sponsors at Manscaped, the global leaders in below-the-waist male grooming, are here to help you strike out your bush for good. It's a whole new balls game, folks, and Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement. Knock that one out of the park, Dan. Thank you. I'm just going to let you know, off the bat, you get 20% off of free shipping with the Ooh. code BUDDIES20 at manscaped.com. And just to, to really hammer it home, Dane, do you want to talk about when you injured your gooch again? You know, now, I was hoping there would be a time where I got to tell this story again because I can't get enough of it. As And, and hey, let's let's talk about I've I've just got the recall to go back to work. There's nothing that pleases me more knowing that I will never have to work again with a severe cut laced straight upon my taint from shoddy razor and, you know, craftsmanship and and poor design ever again because I have the lawnmower 3.0. 
Yeah, you know, I'm telling you, these projects are no joke. So easy to use, and I have all the confidence in the world with the best tools for the job at Manscaped. That's why they redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created, the aforementioned Lawnmower 3.0. Because of the ceramic blade and their advanced skin safe technology, your snags will be reduced with a close shave. It's simply the best hygiene tool for the modern man, hits the sweet spot in every way for my balls. The perfect package 3.0 also comes with the Crop Preserver and the Crop Reviver. It's time to keep those testes fresh and clean. On top of that, you get the Crop Preserver anti-chafing ball deodorant to keep your balls from sticking to your legs from end to end. What a curveball from the norm when I'm at the ball game. This stuff is legit. That smells great. Crop Reviver is a spray on a toner for your balls. It's made with soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts that give your balls just a little mid-game boost. And Manscaped even threw in their shed travel bag to keep all your goodies stored comfortably. And uh, speaking of comfort, the Manscaped anti-chafing boxer briefs are also included and they will bring your boxer game to the next level. This is the only thing I'm excited about going back to work for is to wear these boxers in a functional setting. I'm literally wearing mine right now. So comfy. Me too. Hell yeah. I actually have almost one for every day of the week at this point. Yes. Yeah, I'm almost there too. I got enough for how much I normally work because I was like, I'm not going to wear underwear when I'm not at work. I got those big thighs and they chafe and these will help. (laughs) Yeah, I can't wait. So Dane, how do we complete our top to bottom grooming game? Very easy. With the refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. With the same signature scent that's in all the Manscaped formulas, this cologne is the perfect complement to the collection. I'd just like to point out once again that the ball deodorant is so good they made a cologne out of it. So take that how you will, but your balls will legitimately never smell better. Um, but yeah, talk about the ultimate utility, man. Manscaped is like the Mike Trout of ball trimmers. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BUDDIES20 at manscaped.com. Hit the balls out of the park this season with Manscaped. Perfect package 3.0. So one more time, 20% off free shipping with the code BUDDIES20, B-U-D-D-I-E-S, 2020 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BUDDIES20. Baseball's back. Don't let your pubes get out of whack. This is by No Examination 5793. Uh-oh. My female 19 boyfriend, male 19, showed me a meme about vaginas, and now I'm too insecure to sleep with them. Sorry for the strange title. Couldn't think of another way to put it. I also have to say sorry for any bad English. It's not my first language. I, female 19, have been dating my boyfriend, male 19, for nearly five months, but we became friends about a year before. He's my first boyfriend, and I want to take things slow. He said he was okay with that, therefore we haven't slept together, but I had decided saying yes when he next asked me because I felt comfortable with him. I've given him blowjobs before, and he asked if I want to have sex with him or allow him to return the favor. I've said no, and he's never pushed it. This means he's never seen me fully naked. A couple of days ago, we met up at his home, and he started scrolling through social media. He started to laugh suddenly, and I asked what's going on. He showed me his phone, and it's a meme comparing some vaginas that inside lips protrude to beef. I can't imagine the exact joke, but it was implying that it was bad. I asked if he agreed, and he said yes. He was also still laughing. My one is like the ones being compared in the meme he was laughing at. Oh, no. I've become very insecure about it now. I know he will hate my body. I like him a lot, and he's very nice to me. However, I don't think I could ever be naked in front of him. It makes me nearly cry because I want to have sex with him, but I could never now. I'm a virgin, but he is not a virgin. I'm worried about being compared to his other girlfriends, too. Does anyone have any advice on how I could overcome this? I'm feeling very embarrassed about it. I don't think I could talk to him about it. I really like him so much, but I'm scared of him hating my body. Thank you. This is tough. 
and I can't directly uh, empathize with you or like, you know what I mean? Sympathize with you because I don't like the dicks are dicks. It's you get very rarely any sort of like, they all kind of look the same. They're either circumcised or they're not. And really that's the, the end of the variation. I know there's, well, you know, slightly curved or, you know, yada, yada. But like, I feel like vaginas have a, have a pretty wide spectrum of. On the of, other side, I do feel like how a vagina looks versus, you know, the length and girth of a penis. Yeah. Which one is more commonly hammered down on throughout like every form of media. Yeah, you know? no, for sure. Like, I think you could definitely empathize from the fact that it's like growing up, you have to be like, shit, is my dick big enough? Is it that's, yeah, long that's enough? Fair. Is it thick enough? Does it look good enough? Is it, you know, do I last long enough? How does it look in a hat? Exactly. How does it look in a hat? Googly arms? Pipe cleaner arms? I mm-hmm. don't know. So one, this sucks. Two, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Mm-hmm. And here's why. The guy's laughing at a fucking meme. If you don't remember the joke and you're a virgin, there's a chance you might not have gotten the joke. You know what I mean? You might have just seen pictures of your vagina and thought he was laughing at the vagina. There could have been a joke that could have been sex related that you might not have gotten. Mm -hmm. So, like, I wouldn't worry too much about that. And I will say this also because I've never been faced with a vagina that I have been like, I can't do this. Yeah, there's there's no way I can do this. And I've seen a, a healthy amount of vaginas. Yeah. And there's there's no way there's no time that I've ever looked at one regardless of hair shape size you know whether you're an innie or an outie like i've never looked at one and been like "Mm, not for me can't do it i literally have not i couldn't even begin to tell you one bad one story about a vagina looking bad and i have seen a lot of vaginas like i don't i haven't heard a friend of mine ever say anything about a bad looking vagina you know what i mean like i even even on reddit like we go through fucking so many questions a week trying to get the gold for you people out there just shovel it into your ears what do you mean you people i mean beautiful listeners of our show thank you i've never even seen a question about someone who says a vagina looked weird the only time i ever see those questions are women insecure about their own vaginas Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i've never seen a guy be like or you know someone who has sex with people with vaginas be like Mm, I couldn't do it. I saw it and I just, I couldn't bring myself to do it. There have been people who have had those sentiments about, you know, either poorly trimmed pubic hair mm-hmm. or smell. You know yep. what I mean? Like those are sort of the two big things that I think people deal with, with uh, vaginas. Yeah. Smell is probably the one I come across the most, which like obviously not to add a other insecurity. You're probably fine. Don't worry about it. And even if you're not, it's easily fixable. Usually you're fine. Don't put a Gwyneth Paltrow egg up there. Yeah, I I think like if you like this guy, one, he seems good. He hasn't forced you into anything. He's offered to reciprocate oral sex, which is pretty rare, apparently, these days. Mm -hmm. And when you've said no, he's left it alone. Those are pretty good signs of someone who's going to be a respectful sexual partner. Maybe could have had a little bit more tact showing you pictures of vaginas. Yes, Mm -hmm. you guys are still young. You're 19. He's not exactly, you know, operating at full Magic Mike brain at the moment. And the thing is, he's like arguably comfortable with you. So I know it's again, like what Dane said, that he's bad judgment to have just kind of wildly like tossed this out in front of you and laughed. But like he wouldn't have done that if he, one, had reservations about your vagina or two, thought it would upset you, I don't think. So like it's innocent if totally stupid. And also it's like, 
you couldn't remember the exact joke and it was implying it was bad and you asked if he agreed. Maybe he was like, you know, I don't know the picture, but if it's like literally like a beef sandwich or something, and he was like, would it be bad if it looked like that? The joke is probably that it would because obviously it doesn't look like this beef sandwich, yeah. you know? So like you saying that and him answering, he didn't know what you were asking. So you can't take what his answer was. You know what I mean? He didn't know you were saying like, hey, this is For my sure. vagina. Is that a problem? Yeah. If someone no. showed me a picture of like Arby's latest sandwich monstrosity and was like, hey, you know, do you think that's a bad vagina? I'd be like, yes, I think that's a bad sandwich. Yeah. Like at that point, it's so divorced from being the original vagina that it's now making a joke that the vagina looked like beef to then ask if the vagina did look like that beef. You're now basing it on the beef and not the vagina. So you're like, oh, God, yeah. So I, I think you're looking into it too much and I get it. You know what I mean? Like that's very understandable. If you like this guy, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you should let that get in the way. And you know what? Sure. There's a possibility he's an asshole because there are assholes out there. And unfortunately that is a part of dating. You know what I mean? Like if you are too scared to do this with someone who you really like, I don't think it's going to get better if you leave and try to get to the point where you really like somebody else. Right. Yeah. This is the kind of thing that's going to fester you know, that by the time, you know, you get in with somebody else, maybe it's a full blown issue. Right. And also this is, you say you don't think you could talk to him, but I would, I would really recommend that you do. You guys are young. Your relationship is fairly new. I think this is a great chance to set the groundwork or like the foundation and groundwork of a sexually open and honest like relationship. If you come to him and be like, Hey, so this has been bothering me for a little bit. Um, the meme you showed me, like, maybe a little self-conscious you don't necessarily have to say like my vagina i think my vagina looks like a roast beef sandwich like you don't need to say you know what i mean like i yeah. don't think you need to say that because i think you might be setting up you know bad imagery for later mm-hmm. yeah it um, could be as simple as just being like hey you kind of upset me the other day when you showed me that joke like i know you didn't mean it in a bad way but like you know you know i'm a virgin and now i'm feeling a little insecure about you seeing me naked yeah you know? and and you're not bad mouthing yourself and you're not bad mouthing him but you're being honest and you're being vulnerable and you're letting him then either like at the very least know that you are insecure because he could take that into account and then two like you'll see how he reacts you know what i mean if he's like oh well better not be like that beef lol then yeah maybe don't have sex with this guy yeah exactly or but if he does flip around be like hey i'm really sorry that was insensitive to me then it's like cool this is more evidence that this guy's actually probably going to be a pretty good sexual partner and romantic partner so i would i would strongly suggest you bite the bullet even if you have to do it over text i know it's a very awkward conversation to have face to face there's no harm in having these conversations especially nowadays over text and and sort of like letting yourself freak out a bit away from the person and like going back and responding when you've gathered yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll also give him a chance to sort of compose his answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't let this ruin a good relationship. Um, unless like now said, if, if he does play the asshole card, then take advice from two people who have seen a, n- a number of vaginas and let you know that like, there are plenty of people out there. I would say the majority of people out there who are happy to be able to put their face in a vagina, regardless of what it looks like. Yeah. Like there's, again, the amount of times I've heard of anybody complaining about how a vagina looks is practically nil. And the only times I have heard of it, like, I actually don't think I know of a single guy who has. Yeah, It's been been women bad mouthing themselves and being worried about themselves. And like, I've been with people who are like, Oh, I don't want you to go down on me. 
I'm like, why? And like, I just, I don't like the way my vagina looks. And I'm like, are you like, I get it, but like, this is madness to me because I've seen it. We've had sex, like, you know, or we've done whatever, or it's like, I'm about to go down there and you're saying, no, it's like, I could see it. It's fine. Also, you know? when I'm going down, if I can see someone's vagina while I'm going down on them, I'm doing something wild. Yeah. My tongue is real long. Yeah. Something's not working out right down there. You don't spend very much time beholding it. You know what I mean? You're not like, hey, sit down there. Let me just, let me sit very far away and like question one, make unbroken eye contact with your vagina. <laughs> there um, is a, one of the monologues from the vagina monologues that is about, I think his name is Bob, who just wanted to like, just get an eyeful, just take a gander and how, how empowering that was for her. Well, that's cool. You, you, but I'm just saying in reality, Yes, your, no, your, no your glances are are brief and they're sparing and you're too horny to really focus on much you're just like yes this yeah. is amazing there's and i will tell you right now i haven't seen your vagina but it's fine it's fine your vagina is fine you've got fine gina of a fina stop this <laughs> here's my last of the oblivious people on reddit well the last one that i'm gonna bring today oh. this comes from reddit user narrow opportunity eight what does it mean when a guy likes two of your pictures in a <laughs> row? Oh, no. Talking about a guy whom I like, who I used to have a thing for when he was visiting my country two years ago, or two and a half years ago in the USA. Now I'm moving to Europe in a few months, where he lives, and I'm interested in pursuing something with him. We talked two months ago, after no contact for one and a half years, and I told him I'm moving to Spain, and he goes, Haha, that's so cool. Good luck. I miss you too. In brackets, I said I miss you. I wish we were going to meet again soon at some point. Now, we haven't been talking, but he's invited me to like his business page, and he's liked two of my profile picture updates in a row. But before, he never liked any of my stuff. Does it mean he would be interested in meeting up when I go there? Didn't he specifically say that? He sure did, Niall. <laughs> I was like, this all sounds very positive and clear. And like, what? I, I will quote the quote that she quoted. I wish we going to meet again at some point. Yeah, that sounds pretty fucking cut and dry. Man, the, the, the fuck buds detectives have done it again. We've solved another one, Miller. We done did it. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Like, also, look, if they were, if you guys weren't in contact and he liked two old photos in a row, that means he's creeping you. Yeah. You are in contact and they're two updated photos, which means absolutely nothing. Yeah, like you've re-entered his realm of consciousness. Honestly, you guys probably hadn't talked in so long and hadn't interacted in so long. Facebook probably wasn't showing him mm -hmm. your profile updates. You know what I mean? Like there are a bunch of people on my profile that I never hear from. And it's not that they're not posting. It's just, I don't talk to them ever. Yeah. So Facebook's like, you don't care about them. That's how algorithms work. You guys have recently interacted with each other. He invited you to like, or invite or like his business page. Also, if someone invited you to like their business page means absolutely nothing. Yeah. Because if that was the case, the 700 people I sent our podcast to probably think I'm flirting with them. Exactly. I literally invited pretty much everyone except for some professional contacts. Yeah, I didn't invite my mom. That was about it. <laughs> I invited your mom. Oh, I please. I hope not. No, I didn't. <laughs> the amount of times I see posts about like, he's looking at my Instagram story. What does it mean? It's like, Nine times out of 10 people, I watch everyone's Instagram stories because I want to clear them off the top of my thing. Yeah. So if I looked at the people who are looking at my Instagram story, I assume 90% of them didn't actually look at my Instagram story. 
Yeah, like I assume they swipe through it the second I load it in because they don't care. It's rare that I am watching someone's thing on purpose. Usually I'll just like rapid fire through them because I'm bored or taking a shit or something. It's like I'll pause for my friends and I'll pause for like pets usually. You know what I mean? Like unless something really captures my interest. I'm sorry. You got scan pass real quick. Yeah, exactly. And the same thing with like profile photos. I like pretty much everyone's new profile photos unless it's like cringy as hell or i don't really know them but like if i've been in contact with you in the past like a year and a half mm-hmm. yeah i'm probably gonna like if you post a nice picture i'm gonna like it why not that's a nice ego boost I'll go yeah fuck. it's like i like to support people i'll probably throw something if i like you just throw you a little like on most things people post yeah you know? it costs me literally no effort or energy mm-hmm. to click a button like in a split second it doesn't mean anything stop freaking out about this everyone just stop freaking out about whether people are liking photos and shit i do love that like this is the easiest question we've ever gotten yeah because she answers it herself <sighs> yep all right you ready for some uh tinders um i do want to say i just opened tinder because i don't have any and i was hoping to like maybe scout some out mm-hmm. uh tinder has a stop asian hate thing being like hey don't be fucking assholes Good. which i appreciate yeah, I guess we never talked about that, actually, at the start of this. Everyone knows what happened at this point, and it's fucked. And the rise in hate crimes in America and Canada, let alone, I'm sure, a lot of other places, is is disgusting and terrible. And I don't imagine any of our listeners will be part of it. I fucking hope not. But I definitely think everybody can take a minute and, you know, think about the stereotypes they perpetuate, and the things that they do on a daily basis, and how they can better support people. Um, because it's fucked and, and shit like that happening in America is, is a symptom of the other surrounding kind of white supremacy bullshit. That's, you know, it feels like it's gotten, it's risen lately, but like it's never been not there. So we all need to work to, to make things better. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, Daniel day Kim did a very, very good, uh, presentation or speech, um, today i believe it was so uh it shouldn't be too hard to find um it's it's quite moving and he he does it uh, it was it was it was very very good to watch and i think a lot of people should see it because i think it very clearly lays out um some of the fundamental issues that aren't new and i think that's like i think that's the thing that a lot of people need to know it's like this this hasn't just started no this is something that's been happening for a very long time that we're that's been ignored simply because as Daniel day Kim puts it, um, when you look at the statistics of it, um, many people who fall in the, into the Asian category statistically are, are deemed, uh, I believe he put it statistically insignificant. So uh, this is talking about things like voter demographics and uh, audience demographics and stuff like that, where a lot of these big businesses, a lot of big government, a lot of, politicians don't bother addressing these issues and news doesn't talk about these issues simply because the you know the ratings or whatever aren't enough to warrant even discussing it and i think that is how we've gotten to such a dangerous place we are today is that for so long we've ignored something that's been a problem for a very 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 long time and i'm not talking about like decades i'm talking about like the origins of like canada a lot of people don't realize that we had concentration camps for Asian and Japanese and, and Chinese, pretty much anyone from Asia during during the inception of our country. We we treated Asian Canadians 
terribly. And that hasn't gone away. That hasn't gotten better. Yeah, it's fucked. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know a lot about Canadian history because I'm not from here. Um, but what I do know is pretty fucked. Yeah, it's it's something that I'm glad is now being talked about. And it's something that I'm also educating myself on as I, I feel like a lot of white people have, have been doing, hopefully, uh, especially with like the Black Lives Matter movement um, and everything that's happened over the course of the past couple of years. Um, there's a lot that we need to learn and there's a lot that we need to also add our voices to. And this is us uh, now adding our voices to, to the cause of, 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 you know, telling you to stop Asian hate and, mm. and that racism is racism, regardless of who it's directed to, but that there are people being targeted more, more so than others. And uh, like I said, Daniel day Kibb says it's so much better than I do. So please uh, seek out the video. I will try to find a way to post it on social media um, so that you can go and watch it on our uh, Instagram. Before we wrap up our show, we like to peruse Tinder and find some profiles that we think either work or don't work. And we discuss the red flags or its strengths in order to make your online dating experience a little bit better. This is Dracaina. Dracaina? Dracaina. Keeping my options open and my legs closed till I find the one who makes me change my mind, wink. Being hookup culture and all, I figured I might as well warn you so you don't waste, we don't waste each other's time. If S3X is all you want, swipe left. I'm from Paris. I come with an accent and an attitude. Oh, and I'm 5'9 since everyone asks. No, I'm not sending any pics. And no, I don't want to see your eggplant emoji pics. Not 37. No kids. Financially stable. No roommates. No drama. No time for BS. And her age listed is 38. <laughs> Very mysterious. Not 37. Might be 38. <laughs> Did she ever give her actual age? Not at all. Nice. So I think the thing that I hate most is if you're, I don't know what age, obviously. I know she's not 37. She could be 38. Uh, by the by, the picture, 30s seems reasonable. If you can't spell the word sex, if you have to do S3X, I'm going to assume you're not mature enough to have sex with. Yeah. Right, like what? What's or you that have such a weird fucking like relationship with sex that yeah. I don't want to be a part of. It. <laughs> no, it's, so that's like a one for me. Um, this is Blake. I just found her, and I like her profile. She says, "Looking for someone to touch my butt. Tell me I'm pretty. Not looking for hookups." Is it bad that I feel like we've had that before? Maybe I had one the other day where it was like, "Have a great butt and good attitude," or something mm-hmm. like that. And- um. I do find like the touch my butt and tell me I'm pretty is like a very flirty physical vibe to then go immediately into no hookups. It's almost jarring. Yeah. I mean, we've already talked about no hookups. I think it's a stupid thing to put on your profile mm-hmm. because you've handcuffed yourself into a position of like, maybe you want to fuck a dude once and really, you know, maybe you're like, I really want to fuck this guy, but I also really don't want to see him again. Like a one night stand is fine. Yeah, it seems weird to me to to put that in there because like if you don't put it in there, it doesn't mean you have to sleep with somebody. Yeah, it's still your choice. So just fucking make your choice. And I, I don't know. I, I it always seemed like a strange thing. I guess it's probably in there to deter people who are only looking for hookups. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, um, I give it a five, six. I'll give it a six. Yeah, uh, I ready for Shara. I need something modern. So to create it conceivable, I require a man to meet, not fair meet, but can spend time with my thing. I do rub, and I require someone who will let me put oil all over his body. In case you need my touch, see me on my moment picture. I put there my Insta at that point. Let's have fun on my table. Okay. The the phrase I do rub 
seems like a strange thing to say, but I also feel like perhaps English is not their first language, maybe? Maybe, I don't know, because so to create it conceivable, I require a man to meet, not fair meet, but can spend time with my thing. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, so I'm hoping that this is a translation issue. Uh, I don't have much, like, other than I probably wouldn't swipe right because I, f- or because I feel like I wouldn't understand what the hell they're saying to me most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, being up front, ha- being like, I, I get on my fucking massage table, let's get fucking slippery. It has big bot energy to me. That's also true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it feels like all the like, hey, I need someone who I can put oil all over his body and come have fun on my table. Go check my Insta for that totally real picture. You know, it all seems super fake, which makes me think the rest of it is just procedurally generated, which is why it's garbled. You know, that was my guess. And I give, I'm still giving you the five because it's a whole trip to read. Uh, well, I just unlocked a secret admirer. Let's see if they have a good. I'm going to pick this one. Let's see if you've got a good profile. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Rob. Opens dates and friends. If you swipe right, chat or don't bother. <laughs> or don't bother. We don't need that. I'm giving him a six. Up until the don't bother, he was like an eight. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Scott. Obnoxious and outdated. Hell yeah. <laughs> I feel like I should like it less than I do. Yeah. The thing, like, I'm always torn on those kind of profiles because I'm like, are you being facetious? Are you being self deprecating? Or is this an actual warning? Is this like, I. I not a cry for help, but like a cry of warning. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, I feel like if it was a girl's profile and she was like crazy, I would hate it. But obnoxious is like such a weird word to use. It's it's not got this whole kind of like baggage that I kind of think it's funny. I find that it would be difficult for an obnoxious person to know that they're obnoxious, to be exactly. that self-aware. Yeah. You know, I'm giving it a six because it, it made me smile, but it really doesn't do him any favors and literally leaves you with no idea who this person is. Yeah. I uh, yeah, I'm also going to give it a I'm going to give it a yeah, I'm going to give it a 6. I agree with that. This is Sura. I am from China and I like to listen to people telling stories. It's best to tell them what they are interested in, otherwise I will be bored. But out of politeness I will listen, but it makes me sad. <laughs> this is how I feel about anyone telling me about dreams. I love telling you about dreams. I've been actually saving all my dreams for when we can finally meet up again. I'm just going to tell you them all. Uh, well, this is how I feel. I'll listen out of politeness, but I will be life was sad. <laughs> it makes me sad. I <laughs> I love this. It's adorable. Yeah, it is very very cute. And their picture is exactly probably what you're imagining. This person is adorable. <laughs> they get a nine out of ten. Yeah, I love it. And I feel like I'll just hit you. Uh, do you want one more? Two more? Yeah. No, give me one more. Um, we got some funny ones, but I'm just gonna go with this one because it's uh, gonna make you think. This is Amy. Like drinking water as cold as hot, only no. I feel like someone just put a screwdriver in my ear. <laughs> and that like my brains are just slowly leaking out of it. Well, you don't get it? No. Wow. That's all I need to know about you. Swipe left. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a 10 for me. Yeah, man. Like Someone's got to get it. I want to I wanna be a better man, having heard that. Because I feel like if I was a better man, I'd know what you meant. Yeah, because you need to literally evolve... To mm-hmm. comprehend what just happened. Yeah. As hot only know. So do we know, are we not hot if we don't know? Maybe not. Damn. Thank you very much for listening, friends. Thanks for joining us. It. Uh, I was actually in a really bad mood when we started this because of the whole work situation. But now I'm feeling better. I'm in a, I'm in a much better mood. So thanks for, thanks for being there for me today, guys. Yeah, it's been a weird week. And that was compounded by a weird day. And what I'm assuming is going to be a weird week 
again. Um, but what's fucking new these days? But seriously, guys, thank you for being awesome. And thank you for supporting us. You know, I, I don't know if we said it, but thank you to everyone who who like used our code for Manscaped uh, during our first run of stuff. You know, it uh, proved to them that we were worth this extended partnership. And uh, I really appreciate that you guys, you know, did that for us. So thank you. Um, yeah, uh, we I- really appreciate it. And yeah, just, you know, if you could tell a friend engage us on Twitter or something, you know, we're always here and we love you guys. Um, now that we are getting back to a little bit of normalcy, despite the fact that things are still buck wild, but you know, people are getting vaccine, uh, you know, consider, consider giving your friends be like, Hey, if you need something for your morning commute, uh, you know, send them, send them our way. Yeah. Um, we would love to have them. And if they're friends of yours, they're friends of ours. That's true. That's true. And we, uh, I don't think we've ever not answered the question we got as well nope unless it was one someone asked me if a bath was considered soup once and i didn't bring that and i'm sorry huh i think someone also asked us once if it was possible for you to fuck a giant's veins or something very strange like that and i also didn't bring that to the yeah i'm sorry i just realized them right now and i should have brought them and now technically i have brought them to the table and maybe we'll answer them next week yeah leave it on a cliffhanger pretty cool how can uh, people if, get in touch with us Dane? if you'd like to reach out and send us a question that isn't how to fuck of giant's veins you can email us at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com you can find us on facebook at fck buddies podcast you can find us on instagram at fck buddies podcast you can hit us up on twitter at fck underscore buddies and you can find us online at fbuddiespodcast.com or plentyofbeef.ca hell yeah and thank you to josh eagle and the harvest cities for their song paper stars now, Dane, for bad sex writing this week, I got a little twofer for you. Okay. So the first is uh, a text chain that someone received from a prospective lover. Anyway, you also seem like an easygoing person, which I really adore. So much for the self-depreciating humor already, haha. Am I being intimidating? I tend to write high-level English already up front. But don't worry, you can rest assured that I don't intend to overwhelm. In fact, I'm trying to impress you. You also have a wide pelvis fo- bone, which makes you look fertile and procreation ready, thus more feminine and attractive. Say like a woman that deserves to grow my seeds. The real hey. question now, will you nurse my seeds and grow them? Question mark. Hell yeah. Right in from being like, I can speak very well. Also, do you want my kids? Uh, he's, he's a much more eloquent man. Will you nurse my seeds and grow them? Yeah, gross. Gross, gross, gross. No one ever... In the history of time, even when they used to refer to semen as seed, no one liked it. Ever, even the people saying were like, "Oh, that's gross. Why'd I say that? Sorry." Like, hey, that. do you want my seed? <gasps> sorry. Oh God. Yeah, why'd I say that? I'm really sorry. Oh my God, Becky. I like met Mark last night. I cannot wait to nurse his seed. <laughs> I hate uh, it. It's the worst. And then we have, although my new favorite way to be like, "Damn, girl, you're thick as hell," is. You have a wide pelvic bone. You have a wide pelvic bone. And you look all like you deserve to nurse my seed. Uh, And this one is a question from Am I the Asshole? Okay. But it's also bad sex writing. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling my friend that laziness is what makes her unattractive? My roommate, 20-year-old female, who's also my friend, has never been confident about her looks. She complains it. She never likes selfies nor taking pictures with herself in it. She was mildly overweight. But her meats are well distributed, giving Hell her good yeah. curves. She has freckles and acnes, and not very obvious unless you look closely. 
She has full lips, but they are a little unhealthy because she has poor blood circulation. She has amber eyes, eyes, but her eyelids are thick and making her eyes look small. (laughs) Christ. Imagine your roommate wrote that about you. Although, like, no one's ever told me my meats are well distributed, and I think I would like to hear that. Yeah, I would take that, like, or I would take all the bad of that. I I would have someone tell me that my eyelids are thick. (laughs) <laughs> if they also told me my meats were well distributed. What a wild list of things to say about a person. No wonder yeah. she's not confident about her looks, dude. <laughs> this is like straight serial killer talk. Oh my god, yeah. Also, is this, her this is the way meats? That, this is the way that serial killers like look at people. You know, like in cartoons where like you're stuck on a desert island and you look over and there's like your friend is a like a chicken wing? Mm-hmm. This is how crazy pe- like serial killers see other people being like, look at the meat and how well it's distributed. Look at those thick eyelids. Look at those unhealthy full lips because of her poor blood. What does that mean? Yeah. She has amber eyes, but her eyelids are thick. How can you tell someone's eyelids are thick? I don't, I have a you, really weird thing about eyes and I don't want to talk about this anymore. You know, when she was like, she was asleep, he like reached a finger under nope, her eyelid. Nope, nope, pinched nope, it. Nope, nope. I was like, yeah, off. it's fat. You done? That's a fat eyelid. He, he smooshed, he smooshed his, her eyelid between Stop. his fingers as his like thumbnail ground against her eye. Oh my God. I can hear you even though I'm not wearing my headphones. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm done. My name's Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. We've been your fuck buddies. Your meats are so unwell distributed. Oh!